The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Hudley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Answered a lot of questions about the Flake Strip party last night. People say, well, what makes this party so different? What makes it so great? Well, Paul and I both do a couple of different games. Uh, one of the uh, one of the real fun ones is Paul Paul brought back the, the newlywed game. And uh, I particularly like the question that they asked the husbands, which one of your wife's friends would look best in a bikini? <laughs> and some other fun stuff. And also another, another thing that uh, confuses people, you don't have to keep showing up and signing up. Our contest, only got to get in once. And you can even do that on the air because we had people get in yesterday. Nice to see some of the faces that we only see a couple times a year during registration and then the trip party. Got a visit from a gal Paul calls the screamer. <laughs> but it's the, uh, it's the relationships you make that are interesting. When I was driving home last night, uh, there were a couple of fire engines and a couple of ambulances headed up past the fairgrounds up north into the heights, and I don't know where they ended up. And uh, nothing in the paper, the TV station websites. Billings Police Department tends to tweet and not put stuff on Facebook, and I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know what that was about. But while I was looking, uh, Billings Police have busted an operation that had been stealing for the last several years, trailers and four-wheelers and mowers and that kind of stuff. And a gal had a trailer stolen that was very recognizable, uh, got a custom paint job on the doors, and uh, she posted it, and enough people shared it that somebody spotted it. And uh, then another guy saw his trailer being pulled by somebody else's pickup, so we followed him, flagged down a sheriff, and the rest is history. Located directly across from Billings School District 2's bus barn, which is funny because the road right in front of there is pretty heavily traveled by sheriffs on the way to and from work. And for those that are taking people to the Yellowstone County Detention Center, two suspects, one got away, but one did not. Mark wants the name of the guy who's stealing lawnmowers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. You missed me. (laughs) Well, that's winding down. Uh, I've seen compressors around town. Guys are renting compressors, blowing out sprinklers already. So getting to be fall, even it's only been here not quite 24 hours. Hmm. I'll bet it's drug related. You know it is. Yeah, drug. And you, you know what's sad with uh, most of this drug related stuff? And I mean, and, you know, we've, we've joked about it for years. I can tell I can tell if a guy's guilty by looking at him. Mm-hmm. All these people you're seeing the mug shots on. These aren't people that took a day off from their bank job. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Got some hail in the area. I got more rain yesterday afternoon. You got more rain yesterday in the afternoon. <laughs> it's not just all about you, princess. It's about the area. Well, Paul, you don't need a little rain. You said that yesterday. That's right. I need a lot. Yeah, we need a lot, or I need a lot. Uh, I haven't had really any precip since August the 2nd. Um, as soon as we got the combine out and started rolling, we got a rain right away. And Because that's how it when works. When Jake came and I had help and it shut us down two days. Yeah. But um, I have no moisture, no subsoil moisture, uh, nothing, zero. Over by the Hutterites, they had... Uh, Back in the middle of August, they got two and a half inches 
and a rain that came through there. Mm-hmm. Talked to a guy down by Forsyth, Ashland area down there. Since the 1st of August, they've had four inches. Good grief. So, well, I got a little more in the middle of the night. Um, I went home last night and I kept kept waiting to get tired because later in the week I'm tired. I'm watching, I'm watching, and then 10 o'clock news comes on, so I watch a little bit of that. Uh, there must be more sugar in 7-Up than I realized because I had a 7-Up at the remote. Got an hour sleep last night. I don't think the 7-Up's what's doing it, but now the 10 o'clock news should have put you to sleep. Oh, I never see the 10 o'clock news. Yeah, that should have put you to sleep. If you're watching that for news. Yeah. Well, I can tell you we got a big wind gust to 317. And folks, if you haven't been out there and uh, tested it out yet, part of that big bypass project where they finished Five Mile Road, that is a great place to go test your hot rod at 2 in the morning. <laughs> and, and there's always burnout marks and kids in the rice granders doing brodies and everything else and when brodies <laughs> uh brodies donuts cookies what, yeah. whatever your generation kids, was i don't even think kids know what that is now you could tell me when uh, they'd have to google it yeah is that an app <laughs> cookies cookies you know what cookies are oh yeah yeah i know what they are mm-hmm. they know what those kind are mm. 75 today 75 all weekend so. i call it my joe nichols forecast thank you sunny and 75 <laughs> hey you're not the only one that can do oh, lame weather jokes oh my god <laughs> I went and had lunch with uh, the staff yesterday at the marble table. And folks, I have heard good things about that restaurant and they are accurate. Saw several things on there. Uh, it's not, it's not a place where you, you want to go. So the kids could get chicken fingers. It's a little more upscale and gourmet than that. But, uh, and why were you there? Cause that's where the gathering was. Oh, I actually had crab cakes that are the best I've ever had. And everybody had something a little different. Everybody thought it was really good. I got to tell you, I've never had crab cakes for lunch. And uh, I just can't eat that way for lunch. Um, it's got to be simple, easy. It was. I ordered. She brought it. Mm. <laughs> Boom. The way it should be. <laughs> That's right. I snapped my fingers. <laughs> oh. Plus, the reason behind the lunch... I wasn't going to go celebrate that, so. Um, but we're all different. We can do what we want. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm reading this article here on this accreditation meeting that the Montana Board of Public Education had yesterday. And they recommended changes to the administrative rules. I'm glad, folks, I was not at that meeting. I'm the kind of guy, folks, you know, you don't want me at your meeting. Well, this is great. Everybody kisses everybody's butt, you know. This this is just great. Oh, mm, this is all oh, wonderful, wonderful. And none, none of the most brilliant educators talked about the problem. None. None. New rules 
emphasize local control through strong programs well, every Montana student will have access to pursue a college career. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. That's great. Oh, don't we all want that for our kids to be able to pursue a college career? Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Educators, chancellors, hosts, directors, leading educators. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You're failing miserably. Okay. Oh. <gasps> We, who invited him to our meeting? You're failing miserably. Your current system, your standards, your requirements to graduate have failed us miserably. You think they want to hear that, Mark, at this big meeting no, where no. they all get together and, oh, how are you? And they shake hands and they talk about how great everybody... No, they don't. That's why I cannot stand meetings like that. Accreditation standards. Oh, wow. Their report, you know, they made some revisions yesterday, folks. And you know what their revisions are going to do? To better ensure that Montana school accreditation standards provide all Montana students with access to quality educational programs that will develop their full educational potential and and preserve the cultural heritages of American Indians. That's what they discussed yesterday. So we got kids. We got less than 30% of our kids. Mark, God dang. They can even get into a college. They can't even pass a test. So they eliminated those requirements for our colleges, which is asking for problems already. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to cut it. But they made some revisions to our accreditation standards. You see why I, I, I just, I get so mad. That's not, what's the most important thing? What is the most important thing, folks? The very top priority for our kids in our educational systems, besides their safety, which is a whole new issue, to give them the tools, the skills, and the requirements and the basic foundation to be contributors to society once they move on, Mm -hmm. period. Not whether or not we are teaching the right cultural things, uh, whether or not we're teaching acceptance and gender and all the, no. No, those are morals, those are values, those are principles that you develop through your own culture, through your own family, through your own community, not the schools. It's like the military. The U.S. military is there to train men and women how to destroy, how to kill things, how to acquire land, how to accomplish a mission, and how to protect our country even if it means sacrificing their own lives. That's their mission. Not anymore. Their mission is wokeness, cultural acceptance. They're going through training now in our military for that kind of stuff. That's not what our military's for. No. And teaching somebody to be accepting has got nothing to do with winning a war. So that's one thing they came up with. Make sure they have access. Well, they have access. I didn't know there was an access problem in Montana. I didn't know that. I didn't know that people in Montana who have kids cannot find a school. Did anybody know that? Hmm. I didn't know that. They sent out this survey to these leaders. Got 271 responses. 
For school performance items, importance related to school quality, responders noted student attendance rates are the most important. Attendance rates. All right. Then if you're gonna if you're gonna say that, show me the graph up on the big screen in front of all of you that got together about the grades of kids who miss less than ten days a year. Show me all the grades and show me their performance level then. School staffing importance. Oh, here we go. Related to school quality. We need properly licensed school counselors. That was ranked as the most important. The average length of employment at a school staff was ranked last important. See, look what they're talking about here so far. Mm-hmm. None about our achievement levels and our academic standards. Not one thing yet, folks. This is what really pisses me off. Everything but what's important. They wanted to ensure that all students have equal access to an education. Okay, that's wonderful. They do. In the end, a unanimous consensus was reached on 49 in the 50 negotiated rules. Isn't that interesting? That tells you what the rules are about. Uh-huh. If 49 of the 50 there all reached a unanimous consensus on it, the only rule that wasn't reached is the one which covers the assignment of school counseling staff and the ratio to students. Full-time counselors should be employed for every 400 elementary and high school students. Districts is less than uh, 126. Let's see what this says. What do they say? And first of all, the guy at the Gazette, you need to go back to school because that article is not continued on page A13. That's where the comics are. Uh, Hold it. I got to find the rest of it. Not there either. Are you just not going to give me the rest of it or? No. Huh. Please see schools, A13. It's not on A13. It's not on A10. Not on A11. Hold on, folks. I'll be with you here in just a (laughs) moment because this is important. It's not on A12. There's A13, the comics page. Not there. Uh, A14 is the weather. A15 is sports. They didn't give me the rest of it. Huh. Well, I can't tell you the rest of it because I don't have it. That was dumb. Anyway, the point is, why don't you shut your face, Haven, and mind your own damn business and let us run our schools? Well, because the way you've been running them stinks. That's why over all these years. And our students are getting dumber and dumber and dumber by the years. Not all of them, but on average. On average. And until we have academic requirements and standards that are put in place for our students to graduate, no no, no requirements, no standards, nothing. What do you think is going to continue to happen? We're going to have meetings like this where they all get together and they pat each other's ass and they're all, oh, what a wonderful job and let's do this. And A freshly hand-cut steak and made-from-scratch pizza is what you'll find at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. They've got the best roasted chicken, amazing burgers, and the best prime rib deal in the county. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they have the freshest, best meal deal going. You've got to try their loaded Bloody Mary. Made with your choice of vodka, bacon, cheese, olives, pepperoncinis, a pickle spear, and topped off with a beef stick and shrimp. For great service, generous portions, and a full-service bar and casino, Head to the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. Make sure to like them on Facebook. Last week, a group 
from Billings traveled from Billings, Missouri to travel to meet with Mayor Bill Cole for our Sister City kickoff. Oh boy, Sister City kickoff. You know what's going to come from that, folks? Nothing. No. Nothing. Mayor Bill Cole needs to work with our Billings Police Department and needs to work with our city and needs to work with prison officials and to get the homelessness and the crime off the street rather than getting another sister. So what did that do? What did that do? Does everybody from Billings, if we go to Missouri, if we go to a Cardinals game, do we get a 20% discount now? <laughs> Is it, do we do that since well, we're family? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why, why you would even go through the motions. We're family. What, what, what did that do? What did it do? Uh, I don't know what it means. What, what, what does it mean? I don't know. Talk to the, I talked about that with a guy yesterday. We had all these dignitaries and Reberg and all these senators. We all got sister cities with Japan and Hong Kong and all these and Cuba. And Mark, I haven't yet had one Japanese grain truck pull into my yard and say, you know, hey, brother, I want your wheat. Can you load it up and send it? And it was such a big news story at the yeah. time. And getting their pictures taken in TV interviews. Didn't do crap. No. Didn't do crap. World commodity. That's what wheat, oil, things like that is. That's what it is. This is all wokeness stuff is what it is. St. Vincent Healthcare named best in the state. Named the 2022 best place to work in the large hospital category. So good for St. Vincent. I've actually seen uh, some ads for St. V. St. V's saying if you're in need of medical attention, tell them to take you to St. V's. Montana Board of Regents approved a $1.8 billion budget for our university system in 2023. That is a 10% increase, largely driven by increases in appropriated funds and da 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 financial aid. Folks, you know what financial aid is? Free money. Student loans. We're going to raise tuition, and guess what will be guaranteed? Our tuition increases by student loans that the students can get, and we forgive those, so why not charge more? Why not? $1.8 billion for that. So I really wanted to see what the rest of these educational leaders came up with on their accreditation revisions and they didn't give the rest of the article. So, hmm. but I'll bet you nothing had to do with performance requirements for our teachers. No, no academic standards, no proficiency requirements required, or you lose funding Mm -hmm. like they do everybody else. Like they do everybody else who gets stuff. You have to meet certain requirements or you lose your funding. We never do that with them. So, I'm not going to worry about that anymore, I guess. Four million Americans have rolled up their sleeves for the new Omicron booster shot. That would be their fifth one. Their fifth shot. Shots are designed this time to target Omicron. Joe Biden has ordered 171 million doses of these boosters. 171 million, folks. 
and they've given four. Four million. Now, how many of the 4.4 are required booster shots because medical facilities are making it mandatory still? I don't know. They expect it to pick up in the weeks ahead. Some are scheduling shots closer to holiday gatherings in the winter months when respiratory vices spread more easily. You dirty bastards getting <laughs> together for the holidays. We tried to outlaw that a couple we years did. ago. <laughs> How dare you celebrate the birth of Jesus? That's awful. And I hope you folks had a chance to read the letter or hear the letter that we read on vaccines yesterday. It was in the day before. It was a great letter. And once again, folks, I will say it, and I was blasted for it. I was ridiculed for it. I received hate mail for it. Once again, just because you get the vaccine doesn't mean you can't get it, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean you can't spread it. And they know that now. They know that now. Five? Five? Your fifth vaccine? I don't have to give my cows five vaccines to eliminate pink eye or anything else. Five. Oh. Let's try this one Mm -hmm. to see if it works in your human body. Hmm? Let's try this one. Dr. Fauci asked Thursday by a panel of biodefense experts, what still keeps you up at night? That's a great question. (laughs) And he said, what keeps me up at night is half of Americans who were vaccinated never got an initial booster dose of the COVID translation. We still got, we still have 50 million of the old vaccines that we can't use yet. And we haven't used them. Now, Joe Biden said on 60 minutes, pandemic's over, said it was over. Now they're trying to attempt to clarify the confusion with the president's comments. The confusion was that wasn't on the teleprompter and he shouldn't have said it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. University of South Florida's epidemiologist said he's worried the president's pronouncement has taken on a life of its own and may stall prevention efforts. If we're happy with four or 500 people dying every day from COVID, there's a problem with that. Yeah, there's also a freaking problem from 300 a day dying from fentanyl. And we know how to fix that. Mm-hmm. We know how to shut that down, but we can't because we're trying to change the demographic of Florida, Texas, and Arizona. So we can't do that one. Here's a New York City photographer, Vivine Guissois. She got the new booster Monday. She said, I've had COVID twice. And she was vaccinated. And she got it twice. Well, then give me another one. So 171 million have been ordered and only 4 million, 4.4 million have been shot in the sleeves or in the arms of these people rolling up their sleeves. And we don't know what variant is going to mutate and come in the wintertime. No. This is like the fifth one. We had COVID. We had we had Delta. We had Omicron 2.1 or something and Omicron 9.7. And who knows what the next one's going to be. We don't know. Uh, I just, you know, individual medical decision. The key there being, folks... It's an individual medical decision. That's right. Individual. They're shoving all that down our throats. You know about right to choose. Mm -hmm. You're hearing a lot about it's my body. 
right to choose. Well, you're damn right. It's your right sometimes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's your body. It's your children's body. Right to choose. It's not your superintendent's decision to make you get an injection. You wonder why so many teachers have retired? That's right. You wonder why so many people in the medical industry have retired or moved? Huh? It's not your decision. Not John Felton's decision. How many people I can let in my business? Or what my hours are? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was. And he quit. He's retired. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. The damage is done. Damage is done. Come in, wreck things, and then make tons of money and leave. When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com It's available. And once again, once again, nobody from John Hopkins, nobody from the CDC. You know, you know how, you know how you prevent from dying from COVID, according to all these people, you keep getting all their shots. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't take zinc, you don't take your vitamins, you don't get sleep, you don't lose weight, you don't quit smoking. You don't control your diabetes. You don't get exercise. None of that. None of that. You don't take the monoclonal antibodies if you get it. You don't take hydroxychloroquine. You don't do any of the preventative things to get your body in shape to where your body can tackle anything. Nope. No, sir. Uh Uh-uh. Not going to do it. Political suicide. Don't point fingers. Don't be judgmental. Nope, not one thing. You take our shots, all five of them. So far. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You notice, folks, how some people can get colds and the flu, and they are so resilient, they fight it off, they don't stop working, they keep doing their own thing, and they're fine Mm -hmm. because they have taken care of their health and their body. They eat right. They eat vegetables, fruit, stuff like that. Give their body what they need, not grease and booze. Don't smoke pot. Don't smoke cigarettes. Haven't jeopardized the respiratory system at all. Nope. None of that is brought up by the most brilliant health people in America. None of that. The best thing, roll up your sleeve and get five of these injections. Five. So... Go get your fish shot if you want. I'm in a weird mood today. I just, uh, I don't know why. Just, I'm frustrated today for some reason. I just, I've, my, my, I've had it level. Mm-hmm. It's kind of elevated today uh, with bull crap, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I, I probably sound just nasty today and i apologize for that but i just i don't know why it's just one of those things today i've just had it montana voters you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna decide on a born alive bill 
why why do we even have to decide on if a baby is born alive? I don't understand it. That's the first question. Why? Now, I wanted to kill my kids when they were teenagers. <laughs> but in all seriousness, there's a referendum on the ballot that raises the prospect of criminal charges to bring up criminal charges unless the people in the industry take appropriate actions to preserve the life of an infant that's born alive. Why would you not do that? A baby born alive. Now, keep in mind there was one man who wanted to give people the ability to kill their children, and that was John Tester. Mm -hmm. John Tester voted for that infanticide bill that they tried to pass after the Supreme Court gave states the ability to regulate their own medical decisions. John Tester voted to kill the baby after it was born. God, you got to be proud of him. And so now people in Montana are going to vote on a referendum. Opponents argue it would rob medical people of precious time with infants who are born with incurable medical issues if doctors are forced to try to treat them. That's a lame excuse. That's not what your argument is at all. And don't candy coat it, you lying bastards, and don't hide behind it. You know what it is. That's not the reason at all why they want to be able to kill that child. Now, that is not the reason at all. None. Zero. Has nothing to do with with fatal diseases or fatal defects or an incurable medical issue. That has nothing to do with that at all. Nothing. You know what it is. We take all, folks, we take all medical and appropriate and reasonable action to preserve the life of every human being on this planet whenever there is an emergency, a car wreck, a house fire, you go to the hospital. Senior citizens who are 95 years old, unless they have uh, have written instructions about end-of-life care, we, we, in their words, take every measure possible to treat any injury, any fatal disease, any problem that anybody has mm-hmm. on every human being. But they don't want to do it on one particular person. A baby that is born and brought into this world who has 90 years in front of them left. That was born. It's born. It's already a life. It's already born. Supporters of the referendum said it's meant to prevent the killing of babies that are born after a failed abortion. I can't believe that we vote on stuff like this. We vote on stuff like this. Just think. Here's where you have to think like Democrats. Just think, folks. Just think of all of the future teachers that we are getting rid of by by ending the life of all these young children. Just Mm. think of all the future psychology majors and Grizz fans. (laughs) Just think of that. Just think of all of the future environmentalists who are going to protect our planet and our earth that we are eliminating by ending their life. Just think of that. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to be voting on. Crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. Mm. I still haven't figured out how to watch a football game on Thursday night yet. That is, that technologically, 
advanced thing you have to do on your TV set is far beyond me. You and me both. I watched John do it one night, and he he clicked and went to HD seventeen twenty four hut and clicked and moved over to the right and clicked on Twitch and minus two and did all that and I went whoa. Well, I am out of the Thursday night football lineup. Then I, I turned it on when I got home last night and my my browser doesn't support something or other. <laughs> And so I could see the game, but it was like I was watching it through a foggy window. <laughs> well, you at least got that far. Um, wasn't much of a game. So we'll uh, we'll put some news together. Like I said, for I don't know what it is. I had just freaking have had it with these people and things. I mean, I just have the. Uh, it's just you just shake your head. What? What are we? What are you doing? Does anybody care about anything that's important anymore? Their ideals. I mean, really? Address the important issues? Oh, we got a sister city, and we're gonna. We voted for forty-nine of the fifty things. What does that mean for my son's math score? Yeah, and the ACT test. Uh, nothing. All this stuff. Just uh, political fanfare is all it is. So yeah, I just uh, maybe I had too much wine last night at cell eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could have been it. Or maybe you need, maybe you need a little shot of diet Pepsi this morning. Yeah, I don't think that's it either. <laughs> well, couldn't hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat, it's where it's at.